Scholastic Experience. The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Coaches Show is brought to you by Last Casas Feed Supply. Locally owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, specializing in animal feeds, premium pet foods, farm supplies, and more I'm Danny Brewer, and speaking about a real beast here, I'm with Mike Woodward, head football coach of La- at Laverne High School. Coach, how you doing this morning? I'm all right, Danny. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing great, Coach. Listen, before we get into the 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 game and whatnot, I want to talk a little bit about your sports family, which, if people don't realize. Because of your lovely wife, you have kind of been indoctrinated into like this cool Rutherford County sports family. Am I right about that? Oh yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're definitely a sports family, and it's, and it's all right here in Rutherford County. I mean, my, my sister-in-law, Lindy King, uh, you know, very successful girls basketball coach here, and my brother-in-law, Lonnie Drayton, you know, successful softball coach here. So, uh, so yeah, the family is definitely very, very sports inter. Uh, sports integrated and when you look at the sports we coach it's, it's pretty much a year-round deal yeah so so at like the family gatherings and all that kind of stuff a little uh, friendly ribbon maybe goes on sometimes well you know i don't know about that we don't really pick each other really what we do is kind of like pick our brains more about you know how to handle situations to be honest we don't we don't uh you know, we're all very competitive. So I think we know better than to kind of you know poke the bear if you will and when, when we're talking coaching it's really just about you know, program running and, and, and how to handle situations and, and things like that. Well, because I think the, the bottom line of this all is all of you folks are in the right kind of business because you're growing young people and you're trying to build productive members of society. So hats off to you folks for, for what you're trying to do. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. So, Coach, let's talk about last night's game a little bit. I uh, know the score didn't go the way you wanted to. Uh, lost at home to Stewart's Creek, 38 nothing. But you knocked on the door offensively a lot. There were some good things that happened offensively. You just couldn't get in the end zone, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we made some plays through the air last night. Um, you know, like you said, just not able to not able to finish drives or, or get in behind the chains, kind of like the, some of the same issues we've had all year long. But we did see we did see some promising things through the air last night. Uh, Luis Saroba had a good game for us at, uh, at receiver. I mean, he, I'm pretty sure it was his biggest game in terms of, you know, yardage and things like that. So, you know, saw some promising things, just, you know, not nearly enough of them. Javon Drake at quarterback and his abilities. I know the kid's a playmaker. He had a couple. Of, he had some some big moments last night. Talk about him and his progression. We've talked about him a little bit before, but talk about him and his progression as, as not only a quarterback but a leader. Well, I mean, first off, you know, when we talk about being a leader, I mean, you know, you look at, at the example he sets, and you know, I mean, he's a multi-sport guy, but he's always, you know, he he, he never misses practice. He's at practice. He's at workouts. He. You know, he's a basketball player, and yet during the basketball season, he's in the weight room, you know, lifting just as hard as everybody else is. He's not taking, you know, game days off or things like that. I mean, he's in there setting the example on how to work. Uh, you know, when you get on, when I get on huddle and see how much time guys are, are spending on film study, he's up there. He's up there near the top. So, I mean, he does, you know, he does everything you want. He's great in the classroom. Um, just, you know, he, he's somebody that the guys on the team can look to and say, here's how, you know, we want to present ourselves. Coach, I, I know you're you're one in five right now, but you do have 
a win in the region. You've got region games ahead of you. How important is it for these kids to understand about maintaining the process because you still have plenty of season in front of you? Well, you know, that's huge, and that's going to be that's going to be a challenge for us as coaches because, you know, nobody nobody expected or is happy to be 1-5 right now. But like you said, we're 1-2 and two in the region, and our two losses are against the teams that, you know, everybody picked to finish 1-2. and two. And, you know, out of our next four games, three of them are region games. So we, we definitely control our destiny in terms of not only making the playoffs, but, you know, where we're seated at. And, um, you know, that's what we just got to try to focus on. We got to try to get this bad taste out of our mouth, but at the same time be, be accountable and know some things have got to be different. Uh, you know, if we want to get a different outcome and, and be ready to, to accept those changes on Monday and, and move forward and work and, and the main focus being beat Dixon County and get to two and two in the region. Well, that that's kind of what I wanted to touch on next is, is Dixon County, uh, road game for sure. You know, it's not like when you play, uh, you know, inside the county, you know, the, the short, the, the, it's a very short trip here. It is really a road game. So talk about the challenges of going to Dixon County. Yeah, so logistically, that's going to be, you know, that's an issue just with the, you know, we got to look at, do we need to get out of school early? Can we get, you know, drivers? You know, can we get cars for the buses to get us out early enough to, to get there, you know, at a time to where we can get to a normal pregame routine? So, you know, we'll, we'll, you know that, that's just, I say we, that's, that's a media issue to get straightened out so the guys don't have to worry about it and just be able to keep them on their normal routine. And, you know, it is a big road trip, and that you know that may be what we need too. You know, just get some time to clear our air and kind of get out. And sometimes a road trip like this can be can be really, really good. So I'm excited about uh, you know changing our routine up in that in that aspect. And I will say this: you know, I've been to Dixon County a few times, and you know, and they've got a great atmosphere. They got a great stadium. I mean, there's a lot of great things there too. And I think it'll be be a good environment for our kids, and hopefully, just getting on the trip and kind of getting to where it's you know it's just us and nobody else. You know, time could be a good thing. Well, Coach, you know, that was the next thing I was going to touch on is that sometimes road trips can be good as a rallying point and and good to get away from some familiar surroundings to maybe interject a, a few new things into the program. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, you know, and when, when you're, you know, when you're struggling like we are, that can actually be a good one. So, you know, I'm looking forward to this, you know, taking this trip and just kind of changing up the routine, shocking the system a little bit. I think it'll be good for, you know, good for our guys. And, you know, again, just anything to kind of kind of change it up. I mean, having four straight home games, there's a lot of positives to it. But, uh, but sometimes it's nice to get out also. When you think about going someplace like that, they don't – I know they'll look at film and all that stuff, but they don't really know you guys. And you don't really know those guys – so does that create a little something that, that, that may be good for you as well? Well, it definitely is not going to be, you know, we've had some games where, you know, it tends to get personal because, you know, you do know them and, uh, you know, sometimes emotions come into play and things of that nature. And, you know, this game will be strictly more about, you know, football. We're not going to have that, 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 you know, that, that personal aspect to it also. And, yeah, I agree, you know, that, that, that could be a good thing for us too to where, you know, it's we, we don't know them. They truly are faceless. If we can get back to knowing it, it's just you know, it's just about us and not worrying about who's in those other jerseys and maybe our focus a little bit also. Coach, talk a little bit about X's and O's here. Uh, defensively speaking, what are some of the things that that you want to see your kids do when you head uh, into Dixon County on the, on the defensive Man, we, side of the football? 
first thing we got to do is just be more consistent. I mean, when you look at our last four games, uh, you know, we got two games that were real. Actually, look at our last five. I mean, we we got three games where we played really, really good defense, and then two where we were just awful. So it's really just about identity. You know, being able to tackle more consistently, being able to to you know take the tendencies that we scout during the week and that we recognize in practice and be able to apply them on a Friday night and. And not not allow the big plays. I mean, in, in the in the three games where we played pretty good defense, we kept people in front of us, and you know they may have gotten some yardage, but we we able to tackle them, make them snap the ball again, and for the most part keep them out of the end zone. Then we've had two games where we just consistently let people get behind us or get outside of us, losing our leverage, not understanding who's supposed to be in deep coverage or understanding who's supposed to be our force player on the outside to force it back into where your help is. So, you know, it's just being more consistent with our assignment football um, because, you know, we've shown when we do that, we can be pretty good. So we've we got to get back to tackling and we've got to get back to understanding, you know, who's supposed to be where leverage was. Coach, let's switch to the other side of the football. When we talk about offense, you know, we, we mentioned Drake. We, we know about his abilities, uh, that he, he's a playmaker, he's got speed. You've got some other kids that have got some speed and some playmaking abilities too. H- how can you bust those loose? Well, that's, that's what we got to try to sit down and figure out because we've, we've got guys who, depending on the game, have shown an ability to make plays. You know, David Waters has shown an ability to make plays. We talked about Luis Saroba last night. Elijah Banner has made some plays here or there. Zante Clark has made some plays. You know, D'Angelo Ryan, we know, has a capability of making some plays. So, you know, we feel like we should be able to, you know, put spread spread them out a little bit, make defense decide who they're going to take away, and then just just go somewhere else. But we just haven't, whatever for whatever reason, we haven't been able to to get that done yet. So, you know, we'll be on the board again this week and try to figure out, you know, how to get guys in a position to win to make those plays. Coach, let's forget about wins and losses, and let's just talk about finding the light switch for these young men and what you're really trying to do, which what we touched on earlier that your family does, is that, that you, you cultivate young people. Is it fun looking for the light switch, even though maybe things don't always go the way you want, but it's still got to be fun looking for that light switch? Well, you know, it is. It's <clears throat> watching guys, you know, mature through the course of the prospect and and just getting them to understand that, you know, football is a tool to get you ready for life because there's there's a lot of times in life things may not seem fair, but this is how it happens. You know, you you may do everything right and, and still something goes against you. And it's going to be how you handle those, you know, those situations in life because, you know, let's face it, 98% of football players are done playing football after their 18th birthday. You know, so you've got at that point 60 more years left of your life. What are you going to do with it? And, you know, hopefully – you're using the, the lessons you learned in football to to be successful in life, be a great dad, be a great uh, husband, be a, be a great son, and all those things. And that's that's what we want the guys, the guys to figure out, you know, big picture. Coach, is there anything you want to add about Laverne Wolverine football on September the 24th here? Man, on the 24th, it's it, it's you know we we need to learn from the 23rd and and get ready for our next game on the 30th because again if you want to talk big picture football wise the big picture is earning the right the right to play in November and September 30th is going to be a huge game for us in in terms of you know positioning ourselves to earn the right to play that 11th game and so you know we just got to come out work we got to get better we got to be accountable. And, uh, and we've got to be there every day. And we do those things. We can hop on that bus, go to Dixon County, and focus on getting the 2-2 two and two in the region. That's Coach Mike Woodward, 
mastermind down there at Laverne, leader of the Wolverines. Coach, we super appreciate your time. Certainly, certainly wish you the best of luck as we move forward. The Coach's Show is brought to you by Rick's Barbecue, serving up the best smoked barbecue ribs and many local favorites on Warrior Drive, locally operated by Anne-Marie Brents and the Lanning family.